On this week's episode, we give you a two-year update on our feelings on mobility tools. Yes, and we have many feelings on them, so stick around. Hello and welcome to Rare with Flair. The podcast where two 20-somethings with the same rare disease are living their best lives. I'm your host, Cassandra. And I'm your host, Casey. In case. Cass, it's good to be back. It's always good to record with you. It's oh. always a fun, fun little, it's like a therapy sesh sometimes. Girl, right? I, I feel like today's especially, it. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're airing our thoughts and feels, okay? <laughs> but before we get into it, any life updates from you, my friend? Yes, Please, yes. Um, oh, you have some. Last week, I was in Tampa for a bachelorette. Um, so it was, well, actually, it was almost two weeks ago. What, what, what is time? What is the passage is time? of time? Um, yeah, so which was it, really fun. It was a great time. Uh, also, it was my birthday last week, so that's fun. Yes, I meant to say it. Yes, everyone was <laughs> wish Cass a happy birthday. Woo! Thank you. Yes. It was fun. We had a good time. Hung out with some friendos and just enjoyed the weekend. So what have you been up to, girl? Well, you have had quite the eventful last week or two. It's like, I feel like I was actually trying to think of what I was going to talk about in this uh, beginning part, like before we started. And I was like, what have I done? Um, so, oh, I did do something fun. What am I talking about? <laughs> um, like, t- <laughs> I, I literally... <laughs> I'm like I'm losing it. Um, two weeks ago, I went on a trip with two of my best friends. We went to East Tennessee, Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge area, and we went to Dollywood one of the days, and it was so much fun. So much fun. You know, I know. what's so you know what's so sad? I was going to tell you this, and now I didn't, but I'm now I'm going to tell you <laughs> live on the pod. So for the like month before my friends and I went, we kept joking, like we're gonna see Dolly Parton there. Like we were like speaking it into existence. You know, we were like, (laughs) we're gonna see Dolly. She's gonna be there. Like it's like, we're gonna be best friends with her. She's gonna like invite us over to her house. Like it's gonna be great. And um, we didn't see Dolly. Unfortunately. Dolly literally showed up at the park the next weekend. Are you kidding me? The weekend after us, she was there. Girl. I cannot even believe our luck, but it's bad. It's bad. That um, sucks. Yeah. But so hey, yeah. you were this close. I was. I. Got, it, that makes it worse, though. I that know. somehow makes it. I guess so you got to go worse. back now, though, so that you can try and meet her again. Eventually, eventually, I, I hopefully will. And then also, I, I did buy a few new plants. I gotta say, I'm like, ooh, I've got a plant know, update. Uh, see, okay, I know we just recently did this whole episode on plants, but I could literally talk about my plants forever. And I, <laughs> I like, I can't express to you how happy they make me. I can't express it. Yeah, like, girl. I literally, it's kind of sad. Like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I want to get, like, I'll it's be out. It's sad. Or maybe no, we're kind of sad. sad. Like, I, like, I'll be out in public. I'll be like, I want to get back home to my plants. <laughs> <laughs> I miss my friends that are my plants. What's your plan update? So literally today, um, so you know how I was talking about how my outside plants are like severely dying? Yep, same. Yep, relatable. <laughs> not really good at my outside plants. I just transplanted them because I had not had the time to transplant them into like a proper container. 
uh, since I had gotten them, which honestly was like April, but that's okay. Um, so I finally moved um, the cute bulb plant that I got that is now scorched. Um, <laughs> I moved mm. it into like a big, long, rectangular box planter. Oh. Um, so I'm hoping that those bulbs will propagate because they're not totally dead. Uh, yeah. Like the stalks are still green, so I know that they're still alive. And then I like this other plant that has cute little flowers that I had gotten back in April. And ever since I had gotten it, it basically hated me because I didn't take good mm. care of it. So now I finally transplanted that into my little pot that says I will survive. So I <gasps> truly hope that that's a good omen. <laughs> oh my gosh, I truly hope so. Like, yeah, our outdoor plants are, are not doing as well as our indoors, but we're learning. We're learning and that good for you though. I'm glad you took that time to hopefully help them thrive and survive. Hopefully, we shall see. But anyways. I hope so. Tell Wait, you got some new plants though. I did. I got an Ethereum. Yay! So, Butamus. Um, I got a Pothos that's, like, spotted. It's a different kind. Ooh, I've seen and those. The, They're yes, so pretty. Yes, it's beautiful. The third one, I, it's I, my brain is missing on what the third one is called, but it's very soft. Like, the leaves are, like, almost, like, furry. I need to look Ooh, it up. But floofy. Yeah, plant. I'll show you pics. I'll show you pics. But anyway, Exciting. I wanted to support... This young local girl that I have a friend of a friend with opened a plant shop, and I wanted to support her and support local, but also I just love plants, let's be real. Yeah. Um, and it was just, so it was like a little, yeah, her mini little plant nursery she has, and it was so cute. So That's I so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. Anyway, though. Let's talk about our feelings. Cass, I was telling Cass, so like we have, believe it or not, we've had this podcast for almost exactly two years now. It is Guys, isn't that bonkers? It's bonkers. And our, if anyone has been OG listeners, our second episode was about canes and guide dogs, like our mobility tools. Or anyone and that has like started recently listening and wanted to start at the very beginning, you may have already heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know, Cass, it was good, but I feel like it was more like informative about what these tools are how we use them like you know what i mean like we listen were it was necessary context so we could talk it about it in the way that we hope to talk about it today so if you haven't yes. heard that definitely go back and listen to it so you have that context uh, especially we, if you're a sighted person and don't yeah. understand we may skip some of those explanatory steps yeah. at risk of doing a reprise of another episode. <laughs> right. I think we just have I was talking to Cass. I actually wanted to have this conversation with you like privately, and then I was like, "No, actually, I'm not even going to talk to you about this. We're going to record this conversation." Yeah. This is worth having on the pod. <laughs> this is like going back to our roots of our long FaceTimes back in like 2016. Oh, girl. When <laughs> They should have been recorded, you know, like they and this Absolutely. is what this is like. I feel like this is going to be raw. We barely have any kind of notes or outline for this at all. Like this is like we just know. have like we're talking about canes and we're talking about and Romana. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> the longer this podcast goes on, the less we prepare for anything. <laughs> you guys nice. are getting raw and uncut, even though it's raw still edited and uncut, <laughs> off the cuff. So, okay. Uh, the way this conversation has kind of started is I, okay, Cass has been begging me, not begging me, but telling me for a while now to get a graphite cane instead of an aluminum cane. So canes come in different materials. 
uh, like the white cane that we use to get tactile feedback from the ground. If you see a blind person waving around a long stick, um, that is a white cane. Sometimes they're not always all white. We might get to that, but um, but like yeah, we're getting to that for years. Like they're mostly created by one one singular company called Ambutech. They're based in Winnipeg, and um, they have like. They have aluminum canes, they have graphite canes, and then they also have fiberglass canes. Um, yep. Fiberglass and aluminum are quite heavy, but they're, like, more durable, and then graphite is, like, really, really lightweight. So I've been telling Case for a while, like, girl, why are you still using an aluminum cane? It's so freaking heavy after, like, constant contact, which is a, a form of using a cane where you leave it on the ground and you just wave it back and forth in an arc shape so then you are kind of feeling and fanning out the area in front of you before you step there um so if you're if you're doing constant contact you're constantly waving your arm back and forth your arm gets tired yeah it can hurt your wrist like girl get you a lighter cane and also, even if it's, like, even if your cane is folded up and you're carrying it around, it's, like, annoying to, you know, mm-hmm. have it heavy. And it can hurt your shoulder. It can hurt your wrist. Um, and, yeah, Ambutech is the place where we get our canes. I know some people have canes from the NFB as well. I think they give free canes, maybe. Possibly. You can get one free cane every year from the National Federation of Blind. Okay, good to know. Yeah. She knows her stuff. See, Cass <laughs> knows the deal. Um, anyway, the, the NFB canes are not foldable. Though. They're very lightweight, but they are they right. are rigid. So, like, they don't have segments that you can, like, fold them up so that it looks kind of like, I don't know, like a pair of drumsticks. <laughs> right. And then there are, like, telesc- telescope canes. Where, yeah, like, you, like, where you just extend them out like an antenna. Um, yeah. And, and those are those have different purposes even. Um, but the, the folding canes are probably some of the most common among the, right. the folks that we know anyway. Right. So I'm excited Cane for the fiberglass one. <laughs> and actually, Cass and I are going to a conference in a few weeks. And I have seen on my tracking that it's coming in the mail before the conference. Ooh, so I can bring, bring my fiberglass cane. But so, I'm excited about it. So, okay. Let's also, uh, some other further context about how you shop for a cane if you're a blind person. Um, typically, you want your cane to be like up to your armpit in length Mm -hmm. from the floor to your armpit you can get it a little bit longer up to like your chin if you walk really quickly um but you know just bear in mind it's going to be fairly long but um and then you can pick how many segments you want it to fold into um and like you can also pick the color of the handle, you can pick the color of the reflective tape on the outside, and you can pick the style of cane tip you want. Um, so did what size do you usually get your cane relative to your body? So I got 48 inches, um, which is about, uh, yeah, mine is to my underarm, like okay. to the top of my armpit is what I like to do. And I know you like yours a little taller for faster walking purposes. I do. And actually, my cane is, like, a little bit too tall because of the tip I have on it. The tip I have is, like, it's a it's like a rollerball. Um, yeah, yeah. And the rollerball is pretty, it's, like, a couple inches tall. So it's actually, like, 60 inches. <laughs> it's oh, wow. Yeah. a really long cane. But for context, Cass is taller than me. So I don't am, be freaked out. I am out that five that's... foot nine. I'm, like, 69 inches. I am five inches. one. 
Yeah. <laughs> Actually, technically, I'm five and a half or five and three-fourths or something, Shh, but I just say five. We won't tell. Um, we won't tell. But, yeah, and then I use a rollerball marshmallow tip. And so, yeah, you can pick the colors. So for our handle, I use a pink handle. Cass has a green handle for it's her cane. It's cute. Um, they only then, come in, like, four colors, okay? <laughs> yeah, and then so the the, the common-looking cane in the, in the States, the USA – is like the white cane with the red bottom. Um, and I say US because I know in different places like that can mean deafblind and stuff with red on the cane. In the UK, I believe they say that, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so we though, so Cass gave me the idea to get the all white cane with a pink pink at the bottom instead of red. It's like hot pink. Like you can't so really tell. ish Right, and then some people have a cane that's like completely one color and like, that's definitely being more like incognito about it, but I can't decide, like parts of me, I see the pros and cons to both. Like a part of me is like, it would be nice to kind of have this stick that nobody knows what it is, but then also you kind of want people to know what it is because that's the point is you want people to know you're blind is kind of the point of the matter. My thing is, um, my thing is that like people already do not understand why I have my my regular colored white cane with me anyway, because yeah. you know, it goes back to the point of, we don't look blind. So uh, people are just like, why do you have that? (laughs) Yeah, Um, but you've run into people who know what it is too, right? Or do you, is that your most common response is people don't know? A lot of people don't know. And it's really surprising. Um, Okay. Just, uh, so when I was uh, on this bachelorette trip, I didn't take Romana. I took my white cane and, um, like someone like legit asked me like why do you have that I'm like it's it's a it's a cane I'm legally blind and it was f- like folded out it was extended it wasn't you know sometimes it could look confusing if your cane is folded up into segments uh, because mm-hmm. it's not fully extended you don't know what it is uh, I, I've gotten my cane mistaken for a lot of things before someone oh like, me too I oh could my name God. a list I could name a list nunchucks but wait, go, selfie uh, stick oh nunchucks <laughs> yes um, pole vaulting camera equipment yep all yep. the things but wait so okay I want to talk about that what you just said though because I had a guy once say what are you using that for but he knew what it was he knew it was a blind cane he was asking me that because he thought I wasn't blind you know he was like what are you using that for if you can see kind of thing and then I said, I'm legally blind. And then I've told this story before. He said, oh, really? Or is that just what you tell people? So I'll never forget it. Clearly, it's been burned <laughs> in my mind that he said that to me. But no, like, I th- so I'm wondering if when people ask that, if they don't know what it is or if they're kind of like, why do you need that? Or both. It could be both. I, like, I honestly think a lot of the people I've a lot come of people across lately know. just genuinely do not know what yeah. it is. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people don't. Um, but yeah. It's, they think it's like a golf of, club, girl. <laughs> It looks like one a little bit. And, like, so, yeah, the handle of a cane is actually a golf club handle. It's the same handle for people who might not know that. Um, But, well, and that's unfortunate for us, though, because I feel like one of the benefits of using a cane is kind of to let people know that you can't see well. Like, that's what – some people use ID canes, which are – not very sturdy. They're very, very lightweight. They're not really meant for, for like, tactile Yeah, they're not meant for feedback. It's just kind of to hold. They're really tiny and skinny. Yeah, they're just to hold to show people that you can't see. So, yeah, if a lot of people don't know what the cane is, then that kind of is, um, <laughs> you know, pointless to even use that. But right. I don't know. Um, I felt I've, like in New York, a lot of people knew what it was, but I feel like there's more. Bl- it's because there's a lot more. I think blind there's more awareness there. Yeah. Uh-huh, it's and true. exposure. Because 
Like, I, I don't know. I It's wild. It, I will say it depends where you are in the world, though, because um, so white uh, canes typically around the world are primarily white, if not all white. Um, so when I was in Chile last November with my parents, I also did not take Romano with me. So I had my white cane and nearly everybody knew what it was down there. It was kind of wild. Wow. So, wow. like, people were extremely accommodating. Like, they asked me if I needed help, which was, like, kind of appreciated because I've never been there before. Um, and, and like, they, you know, they went out of their way, and it was obvious that they it was because they knew that I was carrying a white cane because I was blind in some capacity. Um, but, yeah. like, more often than not, people in the States, because I, you know, can make some eye contact and, uh, I don't know, it's not always apparent and people don't always readily assume. Right. And you you also often wear glasses, which is another thing I wanted to get into because if anybody has been following this podcast, I started wearing glasses a few months ago. I, I've been wearing glasses a while now. Um, and it is a different experience, I think, a little bit to use glasses with a cane. And you mm. know what? I'm cha- I'm changing my, my attitude about it, though, because... At mm. first, I was I was nervous that wearing glasses would make people think I was, like, faking blindness. Like, why are you – it doesn't make – it's like an oxymoron for someone to be, like, using a cane and wearing glasses. It, like, doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. But, but I'm changing my mind about this because I'm like, actually, if I'm wearing glasses, maybe people won't assume that I'm totally blind and they will actually treat me the way I am, which is partially blind. Mm-hmm. And they won't they won't accuse me of faking blindness because they'll see the glasses on me. So when I when I'm obviously seeing something, they will be like, oh, she can see a little. She has glasses and a cane. Like I actually think it might help because I think they just assume you're totally blind if you don't have glasses on. Yeah, honestly, um it's really hit or miss because I've I've always worn glasses and I always have glasses with my cane. Um, it's weird because generally it's like people expect you to be wearing sunglasses, uh, right. which is the the typical blind trope of blind person with cane and sunglasses. Um, so sometimes, like when I have my cane with me, instead of swapping my glasses for my sunglasses, I will sometimes just walk around a store with my sunglasses so that people will Mm. assume. Plus, honestly, fluorescent lights are bright. So sometimes it'd be helpful. But that being said, um, it is very like hit or miss, just like it's hit or miss for people to understand even what the cane is in the first place. So it's it's hard for me to know because I've never, well, okay, sometimes I have contacts. Um... It's hard for me to know what's what, though. Is it people don't understand what the cane is or people don't understand me with the cane because I have glasses? So I'd be curious to hear your experiences, too. I think it's probably a little bit of both. But, um, no, like, I'm actually kind of excited about it. I think maybe it will it will allow me to live my gray area, low vision life in an easier way than this totally blind or totally sighted life that I think people expect us to live. I think like it's very it's very obvious if you have a cane and glasses that you can see a little but not much. Like I'm hoping that's the vibe I give yeah. off. It's like she can see some but she's kind of blind. Like right. that's the vibe we're we're trying to give. Um but 
I was just I wanted to talk a little bit too. I feel like this is like my therapy session moment of the of the podcast. Girl, don't um, worry, I'm about to go be, off about my guide dog, so it's fine. This might be a long episode, and I don't even care. I think you guys probably like a long one every once in a while, anyway. But um, so I okay. A lot of I, I'm kind of a broken record. I've said this before, but I'm just repeating myself, so you all know what I'm talking about. I lived in New York for a few years, and I used my cane completely full-time there, all the time, never didn't have my cane. Came home, back to my, um, you know, hometown, um, and I live in a suburb where I don't often use public transit, blah, blah, blah. So, like, I'm a very much a part-time cane user at the moment. And I really, I really go through, like, waves where, like, I'll be using my cane, like, a lot more certain months, and then I'll be using it a lot less certain months, so there's never mm-hmm. a rhyme or reason or whatever. And like I said in the opening, I just went on a vacation with my friends. And we were walking around like downtown Gatlinburg. And I didn't bring my cane with me. Girl, I I don't know how you did that. I think I I would have like, okay, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, (laughs) No, (laughs) I'm not like judging you. But honestly, if I did that, I would have been anxious the entire time. Yeah. The entire well, here's time. The deal. I, we, Cass and I, and I don't want to speak for you too, because our vision is probably even a little bit different from each other's, but we have, I, you know, I did not start cane training until my early 20s. So I have a lot of life experience just winging it, you know, like I'm able to do it. Is it easy? No. Is it stressful? Yes, sometimes. And sometimes, though, having the cane is kind of cumbersome. Like some, I wish it could just appear and disappear and reappear. (laughs) Because sometimes when I'm walking in downtown Gatlinburg and maybe I'm shopping and holding some things or doing doing all this stuff, it's just like annoying. It's kind of annoying. And also, like, I don't really love the the public perception of it. And I I hate to admit that because um, I feel like for years I've been really an advocate for the cane online. And I... I want to give people, like, I watched a lot of people before I started using my cane, and they gave me the confidence to use it, and I want to be that person for other people. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to give people the confidence, and, like, my confidence about the cane online is not fake. I'm not lying. Like, I love the cane. I'm an advocate for the cane, but it doesn't mean it's not, it's not hard for me, too. Like, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard to use it, and I'm just, I have more to say, but I want you to butt in and, like, speak on no, your thoughts. No, it's, it's, it's funny because having gone on a trip with people that I don't really know recently, that's what a bachelorette is, with my cane, um, it was so strange because I feel like it's about that public perception piece because it's... yeah. You're, like, normal enough when you're just sitting around chatting. And then I feel like the moment the cane comes out, people get, like, patronizing and condescending. And I was like, you really don't need to do this to me. Like, like, you would be surprised and shocked and amazed at all the things I do in my daily life. Um, and, And it's just because I have this symbol that is also helping me, you know, not trip over things. Um, and, and yes. now you're suddenly like trying to be over helpful. Like, stop, don't, don't do that. That's going to be the Instagram soundbite right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> 
For real, Cass. For real, though. I wish it wasn't such a thing. Why is it a thing? Like, and here's the thing. I also feel like when I take it out, especially with people I don't know very well, Mm -hmm. it feels so loud in my own ears. (laughs) Like, I'm like, oh, God. Scrape, scrape, scrape the ground. It it takes up a lot of space, too. So then you feel like you're taking up the sidewalk and it's like this, like, Yeah, and you want to walk next to people, but it's weird. Yeah. Or you, like, like, you know, the, what, flat tiring? You, like, flat tiring someone with your cane like you just like hit yeah. the back of their their knees all the time their or knee, their, yeah. their ankles or their ankle like, their ankle I'm just yeah. like i'm or so like, sorry or it's like even the way so like say you're with some friends old or new they can be friends you know well or don't and then mm-hmm. it's like the way it's also when you're with your friends the way strangers act mm-hmm. toward you all mm-hmm. that's also weird because it's like you don't want to like cause attention to your group or bring attention to your group either like and then you feel like you know you're making other people in the group uncomfortable which i, I know this is, comprehend. this is anxiety like talking no girl I, I same though i cannot comprehend the amount of times and the the way that people stare at me and the people that i'm with uh while this mm-hmm. is all going on and and like I, the thing is though I would, me in my journey, because I, I've been cane trained since I was like 16, as opposed to case. So like, I would vastly rather have my cane and be made to feel a little awkward because the, the amount of mental pressure and anxiety that I feel when I'm walking in an unfamiliar place and it's bright without my cane is unreal and I already feel a lot of mental pressure with like people that I don't know well I don't want to like I don't want to be the one to get in their way I feel the need to overcompensate and show that like like I have this massive chip on my shoulder I feel like this is literally my therapy okay right uh that like (laughs) that like I like I don't the moment that you fall behind in my mind they're like immediately gonna blame your disability Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's with anything, with a job, right? It's so many things, and that's why we yeah. ha- like. It feels like we have to compensate that much harder. And we do. I, like all, all the do. disabled people say, it. "Yeah," but anyway, yeah. like, <laughs> like it's true. I would rather have that than like be just like squinting and in pain and being left behind, and then nobody knows why, and then you look dumb or aloof or like. I would much rather look disabled than to feel stressed. And that's not to say, like, Case made a terrible decision with her life, but, like, I... No, no. Girl, I no, do I not... Mean, I, I don't... I could never. <laughs> no, I... No, honestly, normally with a trip like that, I absolutely would take it. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, I love... I love my cane, and so I don't want anyone listening to be, like... Casey inspired me to use the cane and now she's not a cane user (laughs) like I I literally just ordered my graphite cane and I'm so excited to get it in the mail like I I love it and I agree it's it's one of those things where they're like let's say I'm I'm out all day somewhere Mm -hmm. there are times I like when I have it there are times I wish I didn't have it and when I don't have it there are times I wish I did and that's why I wish I could like you know, bring it out. Okay, nobody's gonna get this unless they watch Steven Universe. <laughs> but Cass, you know Pearl. Okay, there's yes, this character when she named, pulls named the Pearl. spear out of her. So head. She has the, she has this like weapon, and it's a spear, and she can just like pull it out of her forehead at any moment. 
That's what I wish my cane would that's do. That's amazing. Actually, out. speaking of, that that's so perfect because my I made a pearl cosplay a few years ago and the spear is made from an old NFB cane. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes, it is. Okay, well, here's my question for you. When you <laughs> so Cass and I primarily really need the cane outside because there's steps and it's sunny and it's a crazy place. But, like, when you go inside places, do you primarily fold it up or just leave it out? What's so what I do is um, it depends on what I'm trying to do. Um, I will do what's called diagonal technique. So I will yeah, like, yeah. I will walk yes. with my cane in front of me held diagonally. So it will yes. still hit something that's in front of my body. Um, but you're not swinging it. But around. I'm not yeah, necessarily I, I swinging it, un- yeah, like, yeah, unless yeah. it's like a like a confusing layout, like a hotel mm-hmm. or like it's harder for me to be able to actually see with my eyes where I'm going. I honestly, the diagonal technique t- is t- typically what I default to. And then I have another question for you. I'm going to give you a scenario. Okay. okay? Like, let's... Because, okay, I, I we've talked about this before, but I feel like I spent my whole life acting sighted, so I appear way more sighted than I am because I'm a, I'm a good actor and I'm, I've, le- I've like coped She's that way. She's a professionally trained actor. No, and no, I don't even, I don't even mean, <laughs> I don't even mean actor in that way. I no, mean, I know what you like, mean. Like, I think we're all good at faking it. But anyway, like, let's say, and this is where my anxiety gets to me and I just don't need to care what people think. Let's say you're like, you're at a store and you bought some stuff and you're checking out and like you have your cane with you. Do you feel weird like, like giving and taking your card from the person like easily or like finding the swiping thing like like and I and sometimes this is literally our passing episode all over again but (laughs) do you feel uncomfortable being a little too good at that stuff a little bit honestly because this is where my brain goes okay well and and like that's the thing though and without those tools or sometimes even so I, I usually have Romana um but if I'm at a counter, people don't always see her under the counter because yeah, she's usually, like, right. the counter height right, or that's lower. True. That's true. And so people don't always know. And, like, I'm holding her leash, but people don't always know. They, like, they might think it's, like, a purse strap or something else. So yeah, it's, it's not until, like, they're like, can you confirm this information on the card reader? And then it's, it's, it's that moment. I'm like, I brace myself for it every single time practically put my face on top of it so then they're they're like oh no like but I feel like I feel like when I don't have my cane with me I'm I'm doing that like I'm making mistakes or I can't find the card reader or I can't do it but then I feel like when I have my cane with me I'm like way too good at it all and like I'm like really like I like I feel like I'm so in between that like sometimes I'm really good at things and really good at passing and then sometimes it's like showing that I'm blind it's and, like, and it's weird because it's sometimes confusing for it. Like, it's confusing for so many people in our lives until they can finally, like, know us and know the the circumstances in which we'll like discretionarily use tools or have a harder time doing something. Um, yeah, I know, and that's the same I, for strangers too with us because they're like, what. Yeah, like, what's going on here? How do I, like, how do I best help you in the scenario that you're currently in? I Like, it's weird. I mean, I, I mean, straight up, though, like, sometimes, sometimes I just feel like I guessed correctly. Because, like, yeah, like, yesterday I was trying to pay with my card, and there was, like, one of those 
plexiglass dividers, and I was like, Ugh. well, I think this is where the where the opening is, and I, like, I, in good faith, stuck my hand out, and I was like, oh, thank God, I didn't smack well, the that's, glass. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, though, like, I hope I'm making sense to people listening, I feel like I'm not making sense. But I feel like sometimes I'm afraid to look two-sided. I know we've talked about this before. But sometimes my faking skills are so good that I'm a little too good. And people are going to be like, what? But then there are other times where I look like an alien new to Earth where I don't understand anything. And I'm missing every social cue. Like, I was missing a social cue literally at um, at Dollywood recently. Like, they were trying to get me to go to a different paying like, oh, yeah. booth or whatever. And I like, couldn't see it. <laughs> but also I saw a girl. I didn't see her. My friend pointed out there was a girl with a cane at Dollywood. Oh. And I just, like, feel such a kinship. I want to go up and say something, but I never do. But I, like, feel Friend. such a kinship to those people. But I will say, theme parks are very flat. It was complete. No steps at theme parks, which is the good news. That's true. I mean, but I, I always think I'm going to trip over something in a theme park. I still oh, take, yeah. I still no, take I mean, my cane with me. I should I have. Like listen. Die. Listen. I should have. And I think I, I'm going to try to use it more. But, okay, I have this friend who I've been hanging out with more recently who's, like, a newer kind of acquaintance for, or a newer friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... I've never used my cane with this friend. And then I just pull it out. I mean, I don't really care enough to care about that, but it's just weird. Like, it's just kind yeah. of weird to, like, not use it and then use it, and I don't know. It's, it's can Yeah, it's so confusing. Because, like, sometimes, sometimes when I get up from a table, when I'm eating with someone, and if I've already gone to the bathroom, like, one time, or sometimes I can guess my way to the bathroom, because usually most restaurants are laid out in similar ways, I, I will, like... For the sake of simplicity, I will leave Ramana at the table with whomever right. I'm with, and right. I will just right. go find the bathroom. And people are like, wait, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. I do this on airplanes. On, on airplanes, I'll have my cane with me, and they'll help me to the seat, and then I get up to go to the bathroom. And they've said things. They've said stuff before. They've been like, oh, like, you found the bathroom. I, I get that at work all the time because, like, I, I know where my – where the bathroom is in my office. So sometimes, like, there's no really need for, like, Romana to guide me to the bathroom because I've got the layout memorized. So I get up and I go to the bathroom and then, like, or sometimes I'll heat up my food in the microwave and go back to my desk. People are like, oh, you don't have your dog today? And I'm like, yeah, I do. Of course I do. Yeah. And they're, like, so confused. They're like, why don't you have her now? (laughs) And this is kind of the difference between, uh, you know, totally blind and not. And I I think, like, I don't wish I had less vision. I'm not saying that. But I think so, in these situations, it would be almost easier to just rely on the tool and not rely on my eyes so much because then people wouldn't be so confused. But I just, I guess, like, the moral of the story is, like, we can't care what people think. We just have to, like do what's best for us and and frankly sometimes we probably should be better at using our tools sometimes i feel like i'm overconfident in what my eyes can really do um yes like literally on saturday i went to go see a movie and they didn't i like i always get the audio description headphones like i'm so used to watching pretty much anything i i possibly can with audio description and so is like the rest of my family literally my dad will like have it on without me in the room because he's like, I get so much out of it. 
Oh my gosh, Stranger Things is so needed. It's oh my gosh. Yes, it's you so have dark. no idea. I could not I could not watch that. No, it, and not only is it dark, there's just so much going on. And there's so time. much silence in some parts and then there's yes. kind of a thriller so there's like and a the jump scare and you're like set, what? The things it tells me, I'm like there's no way I would have ever known. And it does. Yeah. You do get more way more out of it. You're like, "Wow, I would have never ever known that i know so i I saw and it was like a small kind of local theater and i asked them and they said oh we don't have the auto description and i was like are you whatever fine it's fine so i still watched it it was it was the second top gun it was really good i really liked it and i Uh sat up close to the screen but like i told my mom later i was like it was really great and then later i told her it i didn't see it with audio she was like you missed so much of the movie i'm absolutely positive and i'm sure you and i felt like i got so much out of it already but no and and you do like you can still you can still third i I fully believe like a a partially sighted person can still thoroughly enjoy a movie and thoroughly understand the entire plot and still miss so many visual things like it's both can be true at once yeah like it's why, but like I felt, I like you've, I don't know, I felt overconfident. I was like, yeah, I could still sort of see it. No, 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 because that's what happens when I go to a movie once without audio description and then watch it again with audio. Like, <laughs> I, I think to myself like I didn't miss anything, and then I'm like, I miss so many. I miss. No, you've so got to fight, figure out a way to watch it eventually with it. So I know when like, it finally comes so out much. on some streaming platform and they have a, the audio description track, I am absolutely going to rewatch it. I need. I to. do that. It's actually it's such an interesting science experiment to do that it's so it's so interesting but anyway let's get into guide dogs um give me your updates how you're feeling how about ramana how ramana's doing like what's going on with the guide dog world so it's hard because um the past few years in our working relationship have been very strange as the past few years have been really strange for most people i'm absolutely sure um so in 2019 uh like in the end of 2019 and early 2020 um i had very recently graduated from college and i was starting to work my first job and i had an apartment that was within walking distance to my job. And so then Romana and I would walk to work pretty much every day. I sort of also worked from home then, even before the pandemic started and pretty much everyone worked from home then. Um, But, you know, that was part of our regular routine. And before that, I was an undergrad at Ohio State with its own zip code. And I was also really active outside of school and walking to class. Like, we walked a lot together and then since 2020 that's like really sharply dropped off um Mm -hmm. and and last year i was able to walk a lot more because i moved to a place that was more accessible in the like what in the beginning of 2021 um they had a lot of sidewalks we would you know romana and i would walk a few times a week uh, down to where like a lot of the local little local shops are and um, that was starting to get really good we went on some trips she went on trips with me um, I've mentioned a couple of trips that she wasn't with me on because I don't take her internationally because it's just such a hassle to have a guide yeah. dog internationally um, laws are different all around the world and then like 
but you know anything domestic pretty much she would come with me and she's she still works really well and then in February at the end of this February of 2022 I was injured and I couldn't walk for a while like for like mm-hmm. a month at least a month and like we did not work pretty much for an entire month um Mm. then after that it's been little by little and i've been doing a lot of like physical therapy like post my injuries and and that's been getting better but it it wasn't until last friday that we finally went on a walk the way that we used to four months after my injury and so it's been really hard to get a lot of work with her um which kind of sucks i feel like i i want to give her more work to do but also my body uh is slow at recovering Mm -hmm. as it as i mean it's it's not slow for body but it's slower than i wish it would be is what is rather what i should say yeah right right um and and like the thing that's making me sad is that ramana's getting older and she's doing really well. Uh, I, you know, I took her to the vet in February of this year, and the vet said she was like looking super healthy, like really right, optimal for her age. Um, but Romana will soon be—I I just blanked out—eight, mm-hmm. and. Guide dogs typically work until, you know, so you usually get a guide dog when they're about two and they work for about eight to ten years. So it, it that's actually sneaking up. I, I will have had her mm. for six years in just a couple months. And yeah. And that it, just does, and like it doesn't even sound that long. It's like crazy how little time you almost get because like six years, it's like doesn't even sound long to me. But we've got we've done so much. I know. In I six mean, you've years. basically lived. Yeah, you've basically lived a whole life like in six years at the same time because like you had her in college. Right. Like, you've you've done so. You've lived in so many different apartments and places with her. Yeah. Um, so, and like, like, you have lived a lot of life in those six years. Right. And so, you know, today she worked a bit. Um, we walked in, like, a local metro park, and it was really beautiful. And she worked fairly well for that, too. Um, but, man, like, I feel like the time with her is starting to slip away, and it's making me sad. Yeah. And, of yeah. course, I can't, like, I can't dwell on that. I can't live in that. Obviously, I have right. her now. And she is very healthy, so hopefully... She's hopefully very healthy. So I'm going to... It does go longer. Exactly. And I'm trying to, to take advantage of the time I have while I've got her. Um, but that's sort of where it's been at for, like, the past few months and the past couple of years. But... um. But she's still, you know, she's still her same happy self, and I'm, like, happy to have her. But, oh, girl, let me tell you about <laughs> a really ridiculous guy dog encounter. So, um, <laughs> last Saturday, I was out uh, getting dinner with my boyfriend. We were just sitting there, you know, clearly on a date. And um, I kid you not, five individual separate people in the span of an hour came up to me to talk to me about my guide dog and I was like yeah can you go (laughs) yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> I just, it was painful. It was bad. I, some So, like, it's not usually that intense. A lot of the times, maybe you'll get one or two people that comment or say something. Um... And sometimes you get spoiled, like like you get spoiled with like thinking you can see better than you actually can. Sometimes you you go to uh, several places and no one says anything, or they leave you alone generally, even if they're staring at you. Um, yeah. But like the woman in the booth behind me turned around to talk to me about oh my guide my dog. It was unreal. Oh I feel like <clears throat> that's a sorry. That's another pros and cons situation. I feel like with the guide dog, you get a lot more attention, which which a lot of the times is pretty annoying because you're trying to just live your life. But at the same time, it's like positive attention. Whereas I feel like with the cane, people kind of like, they like run away from you almost. Like it's almost like an avoidance. Like, like it's a negative thing almost. Or like they see you as more disabled or like it's just, I don't know. Like I, I would honestly, so sometimes, I mean, and I, I sort of wish Romana would repel people just because. Yeah, yeah no, I don't blame you at all for that. It's such an invasion. And then people yeah. ask yeah. the same questions over and over. And I'm just, I'm. I'm in the middle of something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you've seen The Fry Life, right? Oh, I'm obsessed. Okay. This is a YouTube couple. So it's, yeah, it's this YouTube couple who, um, she has cystic fibrosis and, um, you know, he is not disabled. But back in, like, 2018 when I watched them a bit more, they had this, they had a service dog named Ollie and... I remember watching a video of theirs. They're, like, daily vloggers. And they were, like, in the hospital. And clearly Mary is, like, recording. Like, talking to a camera. (laughs) And someone, Uh like, completely interrupts her multiple times to ask her questions about her dog. Like, she's actively talking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not surprised even slightly by that at all. People have no boundaries, girl. Uh, no, no, no. And I, when I was saying the pros and cons, I wasn't saying that one is better than the other. I think that would be very annoying to have. So I wasn't, I wasn't trying to say like the guide dog is better than the cane. Like, oh I no, think, I know you're not. It's yeah, just like yeah, it depends okay, on what good. you define as negative to, and positive attention. Well, yeah, and even positive attention can be annoying. Any attention is annoying. You know, like I think I do believe that probably the guide dog is a little more of a positive like people see a dog more positively because they like do- a lot of people like dogs now some people until, hate dogs and that's until, a whole other until you tell yeah. them that they cannot touch it and then they get I, upset yeah exactly <laughs> and then they're upset but I feel like when they see a cane they just see like yeah no a cold sterile disabled thing like, and then they you know. just kind of like shrivel and die and they pull their children out of the way and <laughs> they pull their kids they literally yank their kids out of the way but also like I think it's fun that we have colored canes because that makes it a little more sassy and and like I think that's why I want my cane to be pink, the, the handle and everything, because I'm like, I want it to be fun. I don't want it to be this. And I'm, no offense to anyone who doesn't have a colored cane, but this is just my prerogative. Like, I want it to be, like, not this, like, sterile thing. I want it to be, like, you know, part of my showing part of my personality like you would with fashion or something like that. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah. They might not take it as seriously, though, with that. But that's a whole other eh, thing. Honestly, at that rate... If it's most, uh, you know, 
I, I, I don't know. I, there's only so much we can do, okay? <laughs> and do you think, like, I, I know I've asked you this before, but I'm just asking for the pod and everything. Do you think, like, you, and I know things can sh- always change, but do you think, like, you are, like, guide dog user for life? Like, I'm a guide dog person. Like, I, that's your preference? I don't know. I've always said that it would depend, like, it, especially when it would come to then getting a successor dog for the eventual yeah. time that Romana does retire. Um, I'm very used to having a guide dog after six years. So sure, yeah. it, it would probably work, but um, it would depend on my lifestyle is the yeah, answer totally. that I would always give. Because I want to make sure that my guide gets plenty of work, which is why I feel a little partially guilty, even though it's not really my fault that Romana hasn't gotten a lot of work lately. Um, right. But at the same time, she still... You know, she still has her role. Um, I find myself... When I have my cane, I do really miss having my guide dog. Just because there's a level... Like, there's a level of fluidity in walking that with the cane is sorely missed. And... Definitely. And I just feel like she does such a better job than I could with uh with my cane and and she she really is just such an amazing guide dog um finally getting to work her on Friday like she still felt great and um Aww. so I like I yeah, I, I, re- I really like do see the tool. advantage I I miss having Absolutely. her when I don't have her I think overall I've heard from everyone that like and, and, and it's everybody's different opinion, but, like, overall, I think they they guide you better than a cane. Like, and that's yeah. just the truth, you know? And, and there think, are like, times it, it where... It is not your lifestyle. Right. And there are times where, like, she would be cumbersome. I didn't take her on this bachelorette trip because we were going to be, like, doing a lot of different activities that were going to be oh, yeah. very intense. And I felt that Romana would probably... She would probably feel like she was in the way. Um, yeah, well, she's a living thing, so you always have to, like, protect her and take care of her. You're taking right. care of her as much as she's taking care of you. And, like, um, I felt yeah. that I had, like, so many needs of my own because I'm also chronically ill. I also have, like, an ileostomy that I, like, having her. And I, I remember thinking while I was on that trip, specifically that trip, I'm glad I don't have her because I feel like, we would have been stressed together about getting all of our collective needs met. Um, that would yes, have been very, yes. very difficult to do, if that makes any sense at all. But like, it makes complete. That makes complete sense to me. But yeah. like, I, I, I'm so happy to have her back, and I'm very excited to be able to take her on upcoming trips, um, like uh, the conference that we're going to here soon in July. Uh, but there's yeah, so many yeah. times that I will have to leave her, and. You know, if I'm if I'm going out, I'm you know I'm gonna not take her with me because she's gonna be in the way and she's gonna feel it. You so, mean at the conference or just in general? Uh, in life, like going out like at night with friends. Oh, um, yeah. I'll have to leave her just because it's it is it would be too much for both of us and yeah, you know, in that case it's not a whole lot of walking and I could depend on someone else to help me out. But still, like. Or you could bring your cane, too. And I can bring my cane. Um, Yeah. But all that to say, yeah, I would probably continue to use a guide dog as long as, like, nothing serious prevented me from doing so. 
Well, you know, guide dogs don't stab you in the stomach. I I bruise myself on my stomach sometimes. And then also, like, do you ever, since you do have some sight, do you ever find yourself looking for the crack and trying to avoid it? So <laughs> like, And that almost, yes. like, I'm literally looking, and then I'm like, that is defeating the purpose of this cane because why am I looking at the ground? I need to look up. Like, yeah. that's the whole point. I know, I know. Do you know. find yourself doing that, though? Like, trying not it's to a, hit the crack? It's still a habit because we in our lives have walked a lot without a cane and then just are used to looking at the ground i guess well you have the bigger ball though tip does that does that get stuck very often it's so big that it it doesn't always get stuck in in the same way that the smaller tips do but it rolls that tip yeah so does my i get the roller marshmallow one yeah mine rolls too so, like, Casey's um, is kind of cylindrical shape, and it rolls, and mine is, like, it's a marshmallow literally, literally a sphere. Yeah, mine looks like a marshmallow. Hers looks like a ball. And, yeah, I think I think maybe I, I never have gotten the bigger ball because I thought it would add weight to it, and that it was is, my fear. It is heavy. It's heavy. Um, so, but, you yeah. know, I don't, I don't mind it personally, but... Yeah, the yeah. marshmallow I think is is generally like the best of both worlds, but I do get it stuck a lot more often than the big ball. Ooh, hate that. But we have It's not it's not really a game. But what are you into lately? Lately, music edition. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, what do we do for this game? That was a mess. <laughs> But we were like, we could do like a little like music song of the week kind of segment uh, about music. I mean, we always have stuff to say about music. Literally, we never can tire of talking about music. We really cannot. We really cannot. Um, So who wants to go first? You can go first. So um, Florence and the Machine and Mm -hmm. Regina Spector, uh, I love both of them, both recently released new albums. Um, and they are both pretty good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, neither of them, I feel bad to say that neither of them like knocked my socks off completely. Like, I feel like I need to sit with them more, but also I kind of, you know, sometimes you enjoy your artists' older stuff more than their right. newer stuff, and that's not a bad thing. Um, there definitely were some songs on the Regina one that really did uh, draw me in that I liked. Um, it was a little different. You know, she's always been kind of different and odd, but it was a little too odd at some points. I was like, oh, okay, this is different. <laughs> um, but I liked that, and I, yeah. Uh, you know what else? I totally, this is a funny one. Have you heard on, you're not on TikTok, but like, have you heard online, like, all those sea shanties are getting a new yes. birth of life? I'm so into that. It's not even funny. And I've been listening to my sea shanty medleys. And oh, I like love that. that. <laughs> and I've been living for that. Um, so, yeah, I'm always listening to something. And I'm going to even look at my recent playlist to see if I've added anything. But while I do that, um, you need to go. Because okay. I've- okay. So... Let's see. Um, ooh, I could say so many things. Um, I've had a lot of new music drop 
from artists that mm-hmm. I track this year. So much so that I have an entire playlist of just new stuff that came out this year. And it's not all the stuff. It is just nice. most of the stuff. And it's three hours long at this point because there's yes. just so much great stuff that has come out this year. Um, so I've been digging a ton of that. Um, quick hits. Let's see. Tudor Cinema Club put out a single that is a bop. Um, Dayglow put out a single last week. Really great. Um, Happy Fits dropping an album later. And then um, Camp, they're like what C-A-A-M-P is how they're spelled. But like they're like Columbus's favorite folk group because every time they come, they're from here. But they come to Columbus and they just sell out. Um, so my brother-in-law has been talking to me all about the new camp album coming it's out. It's beautiful. Out. It's beautiful. He was talking to me about the camp album, and I was like, "Yeah," even though I didn't really know. It's like, beautiful. What it was. So I I love the artwork. The artwork was what like honestly sold me t- onto the record. Um, it's called okay. Lavender Days, and I love like the way that they describe it. And it's it's you know it's not your your glory days, and it's not your worst days. It's the it's the in between days, the lavender okay. days. Love and it. I like pre-ordered it on vinyl, and it's just it's a really great folk album. Um, I love folk, so I'm gonna. I feel like to you that. might dig it, honestly. I probably if it's folk, I probably will, honestly. Like I love folk, so highly recommend. And that's that's what I've been that's what I've been digging. <laughs> Heck yeah! No, that's really funny because you you had talked to me about it, but then I forgot, and then my brother in law talked about it to me like two days ago. So that's really funny. That's um, but but yeah, so that's the music we've been into lately. Um, and I'm really hoping Paramore drops an album because they said they would, and then they like I haven't heard a word, and I'm stressed because they said 2022 is the Ooh. year. And now Ooh. I haven't heard anything. And we're already almost halfway through the year, okay? Like, let's not play around. Oh, my goodness. So, anyway, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. I'm, <laughs> like, having a crisis. <laughs> we're almost halfway no, through I the year. T- no, I'm, yeah, that's also another crisis point <laughs> <laughs> to be had. Um, but, anyway, uh, I wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Is today the anniversary of when we started talking about the podcast for the first time? June 28th? Oh, girl, I think it might be. Girl, I think two years ago today, we said, hey, let's start a podcast. <laughs> and then we laughed about it, and then we're like, wait, but really? <laughs> wait, but really. So, anyway, um, so... Sorry, everybody, for this um, very chaotic ending to this episode. <laughs> if you've made it this far, thank you. We love you. We love um, you. We love you. And we'll see you next in two weeks. time. <laughs> yep. Bye. Bye.